0: Welcome to Living a Sensory Life, a podcast that I've started talking all things sensory. So my name's Becky, I'm the founder of Sensory Spectacle and I've run this podcast to teach you all about sensory processing disorder. We're going to be interviewing people, we're going to be sharing strategies, I'm going to be giving you research, and I'm also going to be explaining things to you so that you can help to understand the child or adult you care for or support just that little bit better. So one of the things that I'm
1: really Often asked about is how can we plan? How can we uh, go on holiday? How can we schedule or you know put a routine into place? And I think this is such a common difficulty that many people with sensory processing difficulties find difficult. And I just wanted to on this podcast share with you some of the reasons why that might be. You can then take from it some of the insights or experiences that relate to you but also just reflect on it and have a think about what is it about making a routine what is it about making a plan that can be difficult for our child or the person that we're supporting because it's going to be unique for everyone so if we're thinking about just making a plan at home so on saturday we're going to go out to the park We can quite easily make that plan and we can prepare our child or young person with visuals or words or however it is that they understand routines. However, when it comes to the day, there can be so many elements that almost get in the way of that being able to happen. So it may be something like the weather. When you had the conversation about go- going to the park on Saturday, it may have been sunny, blue sky, perfect, optimum day for your child. However, it's Saturday now and it's windy, grey and drizzly. The weather is something that we can't control We go out, we know that we'll wear a coat or we'll take an umbrella or we'll wear an extra layer of clothing to adapt to different types of weather that we're experiencing. However, for people with sensory processing difficulties, because we can't control it, it's something that is really, really difficult and overwhelming for children and adults with sensory processing difficulties. We know that many of the characteristics that we observe are because there is that need, that element of needing to feel in control. So if someone's wearing ear defenders, they may well be wearing ear defenders for the security or for the comfort, knowing that... Any unexpected sounds, any unpredictable sounds are going to be a little bit more manageable when they're wearing their ear defenders. However, if they weren't wearing their ear defenders and there was a sudden sound, that child or young person may get really overwhelmed really quickly and not know what to do and almost head into fight and flight. And then we'll need to change environment or remove themselves or find another way of supporting themselves. And so many of the coping strategies, many of these sensory characteristics that I talk about are because that person needs to feel in control. And when they're feeling in control, they're feeling happier because they feel like they can adapt and respond to all the different elements within their environment. So the weather, wind for example, we can't control which direction the wind's going, how fast it is, how hard it is. Um, We might be walking towards the wind or the wind might be pushing us and that makes our body feel very different. And so it might not necessarily just be the way that the wind feels or the sound of the wind. It could be the fact that you know visually when it's windy the trees are moving and that's something that my f- i might find really overwhelming or it may be the fact that i find it really difficult to move my body when it's windy because i'm getting blown around or because i'm having to use more force and more pressure because i'm walking i'm heading into the wind the same when it's drizzling when it's drizzling i don't know about you but You tend to feel more wet if you've come inside when you've been out for a walk and it's been drizzling compared to when it's been pouring. And I think it's because of that damp, drizzly feeling that you have on your hair and on your skin and on your clothes. And again, for children and adults with sensory difficulties, there's many different reasons why rain may be overwhelming. Again, it could be the way it feels, It could be the sound, but it, again, could also be the visual element. The fact that now my environment is a different colour, maybe the sky is really dark or the sun has disappeared. So just generally the environment's really dark. And it may well be the way that my body feels. So when my clothes are wet, I then have to move my body in a different way in order to be able to play in the park jump in the puddles. So when we're planning things, it can be really difficult, but it's about thinking ahead and it's about thinking, how can I support my child or young person's sensory needs so that then they can take part in all activities? So if you have a really good understanding of their sensory needs, you will be more prepared, you'll be more ready for those Saturday mornings when it's raining but you still want to go to the park because you want to get out of the house. So... If you know that your child is sensitive to touch, how can you support them with that? If you know that they are sensitive to visual change, how can you support them with that? And so it's about adapting and personalizing that to in order order for that plan to still go ahead. That's exactly the same when we're thinking about holidays. However, when we're on holiday, there's usually a slightly different element because we might want less of a structure. So as parents, we might go on holiday to relax. And so it might be that we don't have any plans or any routines. We wake up and we have breakfast each day, but then one day we might go to the swimming pool, another day we might go to the beach, another day we might go shopping, might go to a theme, whatever it might be. And so because of that element, that can mean Again, for some people with sensory processing difficulties, that's really difficult because without having that structure, it's easier for them to feel overwhelmed and to feel like they're not managing and not coping within that environment because of the uncertainty of not knowing what's happening. So you as a family may well have learned this already and you may well go on holiday and have a plan every day. Even if the plan is just to have breakfast, go to the pool, have dinner, go to bed. It could be as loose as that, but if there is some sort of structure, some sort of routine, you're really supporting that person with sensory difficulties to feel in control and to have some sort of routine in order for them to be able to adjust and relax and to enjoy themselves, which is what you all want to do when you go on holiday. So I completely understand the frustration or the confusion or the uh, difficulties with wanting to make a plan but feeling like you can't. And I think it's about how can you prioritise activities. There's some things that your child would absolutely love doing. But there's going to be some activities which they might not be as fussed or really won't want to do. And that's where we'll notice more of that struggle with the transition of supporting their sensory needs in different environments. So if you can be prepared, if you can be aware of how to support their sensory processing difficulties... You'll know how you can support them in all of these different environments and that is what ultimately they want. They want to be able to feel supported so they feel secure, so that they don't feel overwhelmed and so that then they feel in control of whatever it is that's going on around them.
0: This podcast was brought to you by Sensory Spectacle. You can find out more about our immersive training and workshops on our website, SensorySpectacle.co.uk. We educate about and create awareness of sensory processing disorder internationally. We travel the world helping parents and professionals to understand specific characteristics relating to sensory processing needs. On our website, you'll find books, sensory support items, classroom resources, as well as information about our trainings. If you have any questions, please do get in touch. We love to hear from you, but otherwise, thanks for listening.